Welcome to Oswald Didn't Do It, a JFK assassination research community podcast with an eye on anything that intrigues me regarding the JFK assassination. I try to, I've been trying to get better at locating sources, locating different sources, locating different people talking about different topics, and trying to educate myself on the fly. One of the places I routinely end up returning to is maryferrell.org. And pretty much regardless what I run into there, something will be of somewhat of interest. They have journals, they have articles, they have books they talk about, etc., etc., etc. This afternoon, I decided, you know what, I want to go back in time and see what was on maryferrell.org in 2010. Why did I decide 2010? I don't know. I just said 2010. Just clicked on it. And I, what did they have that were basically their highlight issues, their highlight concepts, their highlight topics in 2010? And I ran into a book reference... And not only did the link reference a book, it also provided two gratis chapters of Hear No Evil by Donald Byron Thomas. Donald Byron Thomas is not a name I'm horribly familiar with. Maybe I've heard it, maybe I haven't. He looks at uh, Hear No Evil Scientific Analysis of the Forensic Evidence in the Kennedy Assassination, which may or may not be up your alley. But I decided, you know what, I'm going to at least click on the link to see what maryferrell.org had in regards to this book, and I'm glad I did. I'm really, really glad I did. It took an art, uh, a concept that I'm moderately familiar with, moderately interested in already, and took me a couple steps further into the, hmm, this is quite interesting, and added to my knowledge on the knowledge slash concern regarding the Tippett murder, J.D. Tippett murder. There are so many questions, and so few of them have realistic, obvious logical answers. Very, very, very few of them do. The Donald Byron Thomas book in the uh, Mary Farrell 
Okay, now, where is the information I want to find? Um, beep, 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 beep. There we go. Here, no evil. Two chapters. Gunshot Residues. Chapter 3 provides a detailed and nuanced view of the paraffin tests applied to Lee Harvey Oswald to determine if he fired a rifle on November 22nd, 1963. Along the way, Thomas weaves in the story of the deceptive statements wah, made by the authorities in their zeal to portray Oswald's guilt. An aside, an aside, I made a few purchases. I have four books on the way. And also, since I'm going to be doing note-taking with the reading books and reading stuff online, I'm going to have to find myself a nice little, oh, I don't know, cherry, wood, um, something I can stick index cards in because I'm getting a whole bunch of index cards. I'm getting a whole bunch of index cards, and once I get going, I'll probably decide, you know, I was stupid not ordering more, but hey, I got, I have some on the way. But as of right now, I don't really have any index cards. I really don't have any index cards, and I don't do stuff as far as having an online um, where I drop all the stuff. I just don't. Uh, too often, too often, too often, I will have something. Hey, I have this nice little file of stuff going then I need to get a new computer and the, whoa, wow, that file that I had that was, everything was exactly where it wanted to be, where I wanted it to be. Um, it's gone. I'm much better off with paper. And if I have note cards and something to put a note, put a bunch of note cards in, haven't located that yet, then I will have a spot to hide stuff. Chapter 14, the tippet case. The tippet case is something that I'm taking a bit more seriously. I'm, I, I'm not convinced I'll ever learn anything, uh, anything as far as conclusive. Again, you read seven different articles from nine different authors, and you get 17 different explanations of what happened. Um, it's confusulating. It just is. There's no real other way around it. Um, but I decided I was not going to start reading the Gunshot Residues article, but I was going to read... The Tippett case reviews uh, the Tippett Tippett case reviews the tangled and badly mishandled ballistics evidence in the murder of police officer J.D. Tippett. This chapter also presents intriguing evidence and accounts regarding Oswald's movements that afternoon, and explores the curious story of a station wagon not far from the site of the shooting. Don Thomas was recently interviewed on. Uh, by Lena Sanic on Black Ops Radio. I should probably look into that at some point. Um, I know that's even further down the rabbit hole, but hey, there you go. So if you want to check out two gratis chapters of Don Thomas's Hear No Evil, Donald Thomas's Hear No Evil, one on gunshot residue, which I will read at some point once I have my index cards all ready to go, and chapter 14, the Tippett case, it's probably worth checking out. And who knows, if you're into the buying books thing, which I'm trying to get myself to do, it might even be worth entirely purchasing. 
Now, regarding the bullets, the shell casings, the all that kind of stuff in the tippet case, I'm not going to go into it entirely. I've told you where to go. Donald Thomas goes into it far better than I would. I will tell you effectively what you're going to read if you go there. I've started to read a little bit about the station wagon. I'm not done reading the article. And nonetheless, I wanted to do an article. Uh, I wanted to do a podcast episode and report on what I've heard so far. There are severe problems with the ballistic evidence, severe problems with the ballistic evidence, especially if you want to hold 1963 law officers to 2022 standards. The evidence wasn't properly dealt with. The evidence was not properly dealt with. I'm not a police officer. I'm not in law enforcement. But if I'm at a scene and there is something that happened and there is a bit of bullet fragment evidence, I'm going to pick it up, put it into, um, put it into a bag, and at some point along the line, wearing gloves, write down my indicative marker on the bullet. So let's say my indicative marker is FH for whatever reason. I would put an FH on the bullet. What that meant was FH found it, and that would be me if that's my marker. So all the things that I found would have my initials on it. And if something goes from FH and then TR, also looks into it, then TR will also put his initials on it. So everyone who has, everyone who looks at the bullets, the bullet fragments, their information will be all over the bullets. Well, if you look at the bullets that are on display, the people who say, well, I found this gun, I found this bullet in the bushes, Okay, so what was your marking that you put? I put my initials on it. You know, uh, KM looks at that bullet. Hmm, KM is not on this bullet. If there were going to be a trial, if there were going to be a trial, the mistakes in the ballistic evidence regarding the bullets would have been very, very problematic. I'm going to put a set of parentheses around this next word. Fortunately, there was no need for a trial because the person that was considered the lone suspect never made it never made it to trial never made it out of the Dallas Police Department and 
once Oswald went away with the concept of, remember, the dogs are eating, the dogs are eating, the dogs are eating, with the Ketzenbach memo saying Oswald did it, Oswald had no affiliates, had no conspirators, and if there would have been a trial, Oswald would have been found guilty. That was the starting point. So since that was the starting point for basically everyone regarding the Warren Commission or the investigation, once Oswald was dead, there was really no reason to worry about, hey, Kevin Madison or whatever the heck his name is, he didn't sign this bullet. He didn't put his initials on this bullet. Or the bullet that came out of J.D. Tippett in the ambulance along with his button that wasn't located until like 1975. Gee, maybe we should have um, better controlled that bit of evidence. But yeah, nobody cared. Nobody cared because Oswald was dead. The book is good. The, the, the book is good, at least the, the chapter. The chapter I'm reading is good. It's fascinating. And if you're into um, which, which cartridges were found on the scene and which cartridges were found inside of Tippett, and you think they might have matched up? You would think that, right? If there's two of this and two of that, then you'd think there'd be two of this and two of that. No, it didn't work that way. The evidence regarding the J.D. Tippett bullets, heck, the evidence regarding the Lee Harvey Oswald bullets from the Texas theater. They don't have signatures on them. They don't have initials on them. Shouldn't they? They were supposed to. The officers said they signed them. They put their initials on them. You'll look at them in the official records. Where's their initials? Nobody cared. It no longer mattered once Oswald was dead. Um, yeah, if you have, if you want to take 45 minutes and become a better expert on the ballistic evidence in the JFK assassination, go to the Mary Farrell Foundation 2010, click on 2010, and then they have uh, two articles from Hear No Evil by Donald Thomas. What I've read, it's a good book. I don't know that I'm going to buy it, but I don't know that I'm not going to buy it either. Um, it's intrig it's intri intriguing, intriguing, interesting. Um, I'm really not a bullets type of person. But anytime I can see more examples of FBI intentionally or unintentionally doing a lousy questioning. The Dallas Police Department deliberately or not deliberately disregarding information or misrepresenting information. 
it's intriguing because it's not supposed to be done that way. Your goal is supposed to be, in my universe, you're supposed to try to find out who did it. There's an interesting cat named Olsen, an Olsen who was a detective that may or may not have broken his leg on December 7th and shortly thereafter left the Dallas Police Department. Um, curious stuff there. I read about him a bit in a different article. Other stuff in this article... Um, probably worth a fuller, deeper dive in a complete podcast all unto himself eventually. Interesting cat. Interesting cat. Donald Thomas's book goes into him at a degree of length and gets you to wonder, hmm, I wonder if this Donald Thomas might have been somehow involved in something eventually, somehow, on the day of the assassination, he was one officer who was not, who did not show up for duty on the 22nd. He called in unavailable to go. Uh, it was strongly recommended he show up, apparently, but he said, no, I can't do it. And he may have been in the area of the Tippett murder shortly after or shortly before it happened. Very, very curious stuff. Donald Thomas, Hear No Evil, free two chapters on the Mary Farrell or uh, maryfarrell.org. Check it out. Check it out. There's a whole lot of things on Mary Farrell that are worth looking into, that are worth reading. And got halfway through uh, Conspirators After the Fact, one of the free chapters that was on there. And I say, you know, I got to get this book. I really have to get this book. Uh, let's see, getting Girl on the Stairs, getting latest from James Douglas. I'm getting four books. So I will have a four-book JFK library. Um, Figure out what fascinates you about this case. Figure out what fascinates you about this case. Heck, whichever side you're on. Figure out what fascinates you about this case and learn a little bit more about it every week, every month. Every week, every month, learn a little bit more about something from one of the aspects. And as you start to get to the point where, hey, I pretty well know this angle... Maybe I ought to look into this angle over here. And don't be afraid to go to the deeper, the darker stuff. The CIA files, the FBI files, the um, church committee hearings, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a lot of it sounds, oh my gosh, that sounds so tedious. But when you hear people answer questions in their own words, it can be educational. Find what works for you and educate yourself. Educate yourself on it. And if I can ever be of help, let me know. Thanks for stopping by Oswald Didn't Do It. I will have another podcast up soon. But as far as the book in question in this episode, here no 
Evil by Donald Thomas. Read the two free chapters. Read the two free chapters. And if you think it's worth reading more beyond that, by all means, consider it. Also, I hope you have a note-taking method down because taking notes is a part of doing homework in the JFK assassination. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great day. I will have another podcast up soon.